be afraid. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Hello again, and welcome to Troglodyte Horror and Cult Film Review Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the letter F for fucking disgusting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, I am Loki Jesse. Today, my today returning guest, uh, Tim the Tool Man, my co-worker. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Hey, Tim. How's your day going? Uh, it's been pretty easy, actually. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Weird weather are we having now. I, I love the cold. Me too. I love it. Cold. I, I rarely use the heater. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like. Um. For those of you who don't know, like, yes. Uh. We live in Laredo, Texas, and in Texas, the weather is always bipolar. If anybody's ever seen the memes or memes, however it's pronounced. Yeah. So. <laughs> it could be like, it could be like winter in Maine, and it will still be hot here. Yeah. In the winter times, but yes. Um. Yeah, so today uh, we got a good film for y'all today. We are going to be talking about The Fly. And yes, this is a good one. Um, This this was like the first time watching it, wasn't it, Tim? Yeah, this is this is my first time watching it. I've, I've never watched like... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fully out there. Never watched any David Cronenberg movies. Yeah. I think. And I've uh, never watched this one or the original one. And I just found out there was a sequel, apparently. So yes, there was a sequel, and the, the, the sequel had nothing to do with Cronenberg or um, Jeff Goldblum. But it was the uh, the special effects that did the work for the for the uh-huh. for this one that directed that film. Oh, okay. So okay. like there was like heavily influenced there. So yes, we're talking about 1986's The Fly, directed by David Cronenberg. Starring Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis, and John Getz. And, yeah, released in August 15th, 1986. And, wow. This is, um, this is a good film. Like, um, not, like, you know, separating my nostalgia from it. It's just, there's, like, so much metaphors in here. And, like you said, it was a remake. Yeah. And um, well, I, you never seen you never seen the original. I've, I've never seen the original. Have you ever seen clips of it, or like you know stills? Uh, I I was after watching the movie yesterday because I've watched it. I tried. I try every time I'm doing this to like watch them freshly so they can yes. still be in the back of my mind. Uh, I started watching some like uh, videos explaining some video essays, kind of stuff like that, just to yeah. kind of um. Uh, so yeah, I did watch them. Uh, I did watch some clips of the original The Fly. Yes. Very different, right? Yes, extremely. It's really out there. I mean, like Cronen... Not, yeah, Cronenberg really knew how to... It's just like a lot of cooks were in this kitchen. Yeah. Aside from Cronenberg. And this was produced by uh, Mel Brooks Films. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and that's one thing that... um, Like everybody... Well, Mo Brooks, great comedian, like yeah. great genius yeah, and crazy. stuff, and does a lot of. Well, the dialogue was very witty. Yes, that is so true. The, I so so full disclosure before we start going on because yes. you're you're giving the movie praises and I was smiling at you right now. Yeah, I kind of didn't like it. No, that's fine. That's okay. fine because like there's some stuff here that I didn't like, but it like the. The film itself, it's not like it's good, but it's not. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I like it, but it's not the all-time great film. Okay, okay, okay. But it's just very um, interesting and unique in a yeah, sense. Okay, so and, like, what's the best way to put this? I really like Jeff Goldblum. Yes, in general, and that is definitely my nostalgia talking. Yeah. Um. And he's he's great in this movie. I I could have done with a lot of could have done without some of yes what was going on. Yeah, I I totally get you. Yeah, I totally get you. Um, before we get to, to go yeah. into that rabbit hole, um, let me do the 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 plot summary and spoilers. So, um, spoilers if you all have not seen it. So, the fly is basically about Seth Brundle, who is a scientist. 
and he is uh, being interviewed by Veronica, played by Gina Davis. And he's telling her about the discovery of a lifetime. She doesn't believe him. And he invites her to his house. She's thinking that it's just like, oh, like a pickup line and stuff. Yeah. But it's not. He takes her to his loft, shows her his invention about teleportations, and she is astonished. She goes the next day to tell her boss slash editor slash ex-boyfriend yeah. about it. And he is like kind of like dismisses it, thinking it's just a joke and a trick. Um, Seth shows up at her place of work and offers her a deal to uh, chron- uh, chronicle, yeah. excuse me, Perfter, chronicle his, um, you know, the journey of teleporting um, things, especially humans, and she will get the exclusive. It is um, during this time that Veronica's ex um, starts getting a little jealous about it and threatens to expose the story before she could. And Veronica goes and tries to um, put that fire out. Seth basically kind of gets jealous. And he decides in a drunk stupor to (laughs) go through the teleportation by himself. And without knowing, there is a fly in the teleportation. So when he comes out, he comes out okay. And then he starts noticing changes. Thinking that like the molecules of the teleportation rearrange his body. And he's getting stronger, faster, smarter. And it's until later that he realizes, well, that Veronica realizes some, some like hairs on his back that he starts digging deeper. Well, he first dismisses her thinking she's jealous and he's being all high and mighty that he's discovered the century. But when he goes deeper into it, he realizes that there was a fly in the teleportation with the computer records and that the computer basically, instead of set up instead of teleporting them separately it fused them together gene spliced them yeah gene spliced them so now he's turning into a creature and at first he tries to keep veronica away and then he invites her over and she's horrified by what she sees he's telling her what happened he's changing she later on finds out that she's pregnant and when she goes to tell seth let's say goodbye to him before she terminates it he overhears it from the outside as he's pregnant, he kidnaps her and is basically going to fuse them all together. Yeah. Her ex shows up and Does yeah, Seth completely <laughs> mutates into a fly, like, you know, destroys the ex's hand and, and his, his leg. leg. And, you know, he pushes Veronica into the teleportation. He gets in. The ex is able to um, use his rifle to blow up the tubes before Seth can get out of the pod. The teleportation like like kicks in and he gets teleported and he gets fused with the piece of the machine to the to him. He comes out very more disgust yeah. you know, very more mutated and and horrific, monstrous, best work inside. Um Veronica literally puts him out of his misery and the film ends. That's it. That's pretty much it. A quick summary. That is a quick summary, you know. That's like um going full into it because, like, yeah. you know, um, but so tell me your thoughts into why you didn't like this film. I uh, okay. So previously to this, to me watching the movie, I had told I was told it's a horror movie. I know who David Cronenberg is from just being in a like general world you yes. get me so i know it's going to already be like body horror yes. right i didn't think it was going to be much of a love story yes and it kind of took me out of it uh so what's the best point i get that he was trying to kind of do a little bit more of what the original one did right because i know that the original one also has a love story into it it's it's a married couple and their son and the, the wife kind of has to do all of that stuff right yeah so i i get what they d- tried doing uh-huh. i i could have done without it <laughs> because the first most of what you had just mentioned of your summary was the first 20 minutes right of the movie the rest of the hour is him turning into this fly. 
and yeah. like like kind of stuff like that. So the love story aspect of the movie is kind of really the first twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it and especially in the nineties or like the eighties, movies were only ninety minutes, and this yeah. movie was about ninety minutes too. I I I don't know. It was it was I was thinking, oh okay, this is gonna be a love story then. And then it it isn't. Yeah. And it ends up just being a David Cronenberg esque movie. Yeah. You get me? With the body you. horror. I'm not see now, I'm not complaining about both aspects of it. I would have liked for them to have extended more of the love story right. throughout. Cause, Cause, she does feel like, uh, you got me. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It. But I feel like, and I, this is from what I'm getting from the video essays that I afterwards. Right, right. The love story from the original, and not to keep going to the original, because I know we're like talking about the remake. Yes. With um, was a little bit more relatable because it was a wife having to see her husband go through these. Right. This was like he picked up this chick like a couple weeks ago or some stuff yeah. like that. It it didn't seem very believable. But um I very much did end up loving the ending. Uh-huh. It was very much just a holy shit. Didn't think they were gonna take this to there. Um I love love puppet animation. Yes. It's it's probably one of my favorite things for movies to do. Yeah. Um, it, it, CGI has basically killed that for movies sometimes. Oh yes. And and when you can do puppet animation and it looks great, it's fucking amazing. So I I do truly love the end. I I liked. I can see why people like the movie. Yeah. Right. If you are basically just focused on that ending of 30 40 minutes at the end and you're just given that holy shit was on an amazing movie yeah but um the beginning was a little slow for me right it's just that um so like you didn't feel that the that the the attraction that she just like because like it does it the way this film is it like it really just like it it just it doesn't stop. It just like picks up right away. Yeah. It just starts with a bang and literally, uh, no pun intended, ends with a bang. Yeah. It just like it's n- like even parts where you think it's slow, it yeah. just keeps, it keeps go- going. So it keeps going. I, I feel like it might have um, needed to slow down, trampled over the love story esque <laughs> of it to get to the body horror of it. Do you think that she fell for him too fast? Yes. Because, yeah, like, because um, when I saw this, well, yeah, I just saw this film, like, also. Well, no, I mean, I've seen it a lot of times, but, like, you know, too, for this episode, I rewatched it too. And yes, I did notice that, like, after the failed experiment of, you know, the the bamboo. Oh, let's have sex. Yeah, just that, just like that. <laughs> like, oh, like, you look cute. And then, like, boom, like, he's in bed. And there's a carcass on the floor. Let's have sex. <laughs> and she wasn't even, he wasn't even trying. He was just being, <laughs> and you could tell his character wasn't really, well, like, the, he was just being full with Jeff Goldblum. Like, you know, yeah, very it, awkward. It, yeah. And he wasn't, like, literally, like, trying to pick her up. It just happened. Like, you yeah. know, his, Jeff Jeffiness or his Goldblumness just attracted <laughs> Jeffiness. Yes, <laughs> Jeffiness, <laughs> Jiffy Lube, <laughs> Jiffy Lube. So she got some lube. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, definitely. But Jesus. Um, okay, but um, since you saw like the the essays of the film, like um, you did like uh, these two uh, Goldblum and Davis were dating at the time. Oh, really? That's why they're. That's why like. Their chemistry really like picked up right away. Okay, because since they were dating, because um, originally they didn't want Jeff Goldblum; they wanted somebody else. I forgot who. And the actress that they got for Veronica, um, she backed out, or I forgot what happened there. And then Goldblum was like, "Well, how about my girlfriend Gina Davis? She's an actress." Mm. And they were like, "Okay, yeah, go for she, it. Bring her he, along." He Lucille bold that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she's a redhead too. Yeah, she's yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was like, hey, um, yeah. So it's like um, they're yeah, they were they were really. But then again, like uh, they did. Uh, I think I saw one of the videos I saw said that they did have arguments on set. So when then they had like the conflict, like it was very somewhat real. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I forgot about that. Or maybe I'm confusing it with another film. But yes, uh, they were dating at the time. And that's why it seems like it just seems so fast as he fell from right away. But yeah. like they were dating. Well, I I also feel like we're we're kind of spoiled with these like three hour long movies where yes. you can stretch things out and truly and honestly give out a like story. Yeah. Uh, now, but the issue is 90 minutes back then was a long time. Yes. And, and you can get movies that stretch things out and make stories long like that. But I, I might just be focusing on the wrong thing because, because it's David Cronenberg isn't known for, his romance yeah no he's nice going for his again like body horror yeah and so it's like because i oh got they had like another director in mind to do this film uh-huh and he couldn't he couldn't go through with it because of a tragedy so then um okay. he, he um so then he backed out and cronenberg came in and he changed some of the script and he basically made it out of Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah. But there's so, like so much in here. Because I originally thought it was going to be more of like a um, Creature of the Black Lagoon-esque yes. type of movie. Yeah, the Monster of the Week. Or the, the, the Creature Features. Yeah, where it was going to be like the, the oh, like I'm in love with this fucking thing. You got yeah. me? Like, but she fully gives up on him immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like she loses hope when like he starts going all bug- on, yeah, like like no pun intended. <laughs> like, yeah. but like really, oh, no, well, because he does go crazy. Yeah, he fully goes crazy. He tells her like to jump into the freaking machine so that he that, so that she can be part of like him too. Oh, and then then he when he when uh, when she refuses and he does that one night stand. Yeah, and he and tries he to force tries her. To her to go into the fucking machine too. Yeah, yeah. that's He's, crazy. And then he starts like you know punching the the wall. Yeah. Oh, I I, I love that line he says when Veronica shows up. And he's like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I live with my mom, too. <laughs> oh, classic Jekyll. Yeah. But but also, but oh, my God, like the ex, all oh, creeper, stalker, like. Yeah. Like, oh, my, like breaking and entering into her room, taking a well, shower. Well, he had keys. He had, but he still, he had no permission. Yeah. That is kind of, that's very creepy. And then, like. I thought it was going to be Jeff Goldblum taking a shower for some fucking reason. <laughs> I go, why the fuck is he in there? And then I go, okay, where the hell is this guy? <laughs> and then, um, when they kind of, like, when she kind of, like, mends the bridges with her ex. And he's like, what about sex? You know, for lonely nights? And this is like, what the what fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. This is definitely written, like, just men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just man. Yeah, I, I could see that there. Cause it's just I don't know, like it is um no pun intended or maybe it, but like this is such a bizarre love triangle. Yeah. In this film. I mean Cause honestly, um uh Brundo's character was just he was such a dork and a nerd. He had no he was kinda like the Sheldon before Sheldon of the Big Bang Theory. That makes sense. He just, he had no game. He wasn't yeah. looking to pick up women or to get laid. He just was very, like, you know, just like very, like, nerdy. Yeah. And then when he goes to the pod, when he goes to the, 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 the machine, then he starts being all, like, toxic masculinity and all this shit. He becomes Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, but, well, yeah. You know, more Jeff Goldblum yeah, than what he more. is. <laughs> But it's just, and you know, this was uh, this was made into a play or a musical. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. It, it is crazy. Like this was a musical, and the structure of it really does work out in the stage, whether it's a musical or just oh, a, the metamorphosis or no, just just the the the, the fact that it's only uh, three characters. If you look at it throughout the whole film, oh okay, it's only three principal characters: yeah, Veronica, yes. 
Seth and um, Strat Stratus that X. It's just like it all works through there, and like the the sets are either the his lab, her office, her, her office house, or, yeah, or um or the abortion clinic. But like it's only like that is four, true. four sets. By the way, abortions, yeah. At, oh, in nineteen eighties is. Yeah, big topic. Yeah, big topic. <laughs> we're we'll, we'll getting we're getting to that, um, but it's just like this. The again, like this, this, this structure could be replicated in a play, mm-hmm. or like just like in a in a stage. Just like we're just like we're just these three principal characters, and maybe two or four, two or three people, or maybe even one person just playing the supporting characters. So yeah. now you had to do something like to do, do the rolling sets. It can be done, and it was done, and and it's just very okay. Let's go into now um, the next on the on our template um, STIs, and I should, I should I guess I should put it right there: uh, pregnancy and abortion. Mm. But yes, um, since this film came out at the time of the of the AIDS epidemic, and STIs were kind of getting more around the area i mean seth's transformation like you could see the every time he was on screen his face started you know degenerating little by little yeah 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 holy shit okay because like yeah you made me you you made me just think about something yeah well what does that make it what does that make you think aids yes yeah 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 yeah. but like yes because like um he goes through the pod you know, yeah, then yeah. he sleeps with her. And then... After like, he sleeps with the hooker, he starts getting worse. Yes. But like, but you can still see the blemishes in him when he's there at the cafe putting the sugar. And, like, you, know, you can still see the, the little features in his face. Yeah. And then when he goes with the with the hooker, like... Or, like, the supposed hooker, because he wasn't really a hooker. That, but oh, like, that, oh, yeah, she wasn't, one, actually. But Zuni on One Night Stand, who, <laughs> lived, with her, who lived with her mother. Yeah. Uh, but, like, still, like, his features just started... Like, the, the, the little things yeah. they just started noticing and and that is um you know around this time of the film like you know the AIDS epidemic and then like other STIs were just um going you know the AIDS epidemic happened and then the other STIs that were there were starting to more uh pick up yeah and it's just very it's just like like they did this without, they they put this metaphor in there without purposely doing it. Yeah. Oh wow. I didn't think about that. I no. Jesus Christ. No, no. You. I just realized it right now when you were talking about it. That's that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and of course, like you know, we're both men. Um, we can't really speak much on this issue of abortion because you know, like. Obviously, we're not women; we're men. Yeah. But like, um, it's just very, you know, like to see um, Veronica like deciding to want to do it. Yeah. Because you know, of she doesn't know what it's going to be because of 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 Seth of like yeah, you know what what true. he did like if she got if she got impregnated before the. That he went into the teleportation or not, or after. and then that, and then the fucked up dream she had. I know that was of, fucked of the up. maggot. The maggot. It's just like to all you Slipknot fans, maggots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but it's just very like like her decision to to want it to want to get, go through an abortion. Yeah, was very um was based out of fear because of what she's seen happen to to her um quote unquote boyfriend or the man that she loved. Yeah, the man that she loved, yeah. And oh my god, and then the doctor the doctor was such such a dick. Renny is like, you know, but it's it's middle of the night. It's uh, <laughs> like oh my god, like fucking fucking the eighties. Yeah eighties doctors, like God man. I don't know what to say about that. I mean so but it's just like this. He really tapped into something Cronenberg without actually like doing it. Yeah, yeah, without doing it because he was because like um, 
in your in the, in the essays that you saw, did you see that or that Cronenberg studied uh, medicine? Like, I, yes. I think he was a doctor. Right? Yes. But that's why he's able to do these films. Or, like, he does the body horror so well since he yeah. studied medicine. He, he studied medicine, yeah. And a lot of shit. I mean, like, if, like, I know, like, the previous episode I did was uh, 28 Days about the fast zombies. Yeah. Or, quote, unquote, uh, infected or fast zombies, whatever. Uh-huh. But, and, like, he did a film before this called Rabbit where people are actually infective and, like, you know, killing everybody. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, again, like, that had to do with whole um body hover and like you know operations and things like that and and he was a doctor he was a doctor in this in the dream scene where he pulls out the maggot oh really yeah that's fucking hilarious and his son i forgot his son's name but his son is following in his uh footsteps when it comes to directing these type of films where it has to do with very visual or psychological terror or something so yeah. his son is really Going in into, in, into that stuff, but like in a different in a different route of field. Oh, okay. So, um, just going on this whole um topic of the of the STIs thing, it just really was. It just like just the whole metaphors and for for this to come out at the time. Yeah. And this is this is the thing that I love about horror that sometimes people dismiss about horror, is that horror films or just horror in general is able to point things out without without doing it directly. We're doing it too heavy-handed. Too heavy-handed. It just yeah. like it it puts these these situa- situations or these metaphors in there that you can't like you don't pick up upon till later or you know when you when you do the deep dives or mm-hmm. when you go into the rabbit hole as they say you see it and it's just like crazy, don't you think? No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of silent because <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking about it. I was truly like, I, I didn't, I didn't go. My, my mind didn't go there yeah. until very much when you like just started explaining it to it. That's um, see, that's I, I wish I could have like seen it in that way because yeah, because that's why um, that's why that's why I took no offense to when you said you didn't like the film because uh-huh. um. Just like you know, like you know, it's first time watch, first glance, and it's just like you didn't really. Well, I'm not speaking for you, but like you know, it's just like um, as opposed to me, who's like seen a lot of times and like done essays and you know, done research on a lot of things. It's just like um, you're able to sometimes, you know, I'm able to sometimes critique or go past, you know, what's there, you know, but like. And sometimes I overlook things. Yeah. I overlook things too. It takes me a while to like. Took me a long time to figure out some stuff, and it took me a long time to see to see the previous film uh, twenty days later. Oh, okay. But it's just like this film is is good, but it's not over the top good. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to a remakes, like it's a good remake, but it's a great remake. But yeah. it's just very um. It's just it's not all that. Like you know, it's it's just like you know they're in the middle. To yeah. me, but going with the effects, like like you had mentioned earlier, it's very much of its time. Yes, it's very much of its time, and I just i I feel like the why I very much enjoy um, early nineties, eighties movies. Uh, there wasn't too much technology, so you had to make amazing movies with what you had, and it was just great. And you had to be creative and yeah. what you wanted to get. Yes. Because, again, like, you didn't have the technology, so you had to, like, figure out or reverse engineer something. Like, I remember back in the, um, when there was a, a Comic-Con here at the, the Tammy University, mm-hmm. and one of the cosplayers, I think it was Nicole Marie Jean, she had said that, that when she goes into Home Depot, she likes to look at stuff and try to think, okay, how can I reverse engineer this for my cosplay or yeah. for for something I want to do, like a weapon or something. And that's how the FX teams was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They would just do miraculous things, you know, with, with compressions, air bumps, you know, a lot of plastic and mechanical stuff, 
that nowadays it's just oh go into the computer that's my computer keyboard effect no clearly jesus christ this not, I'm not, and I'm not knocking the CGI or no. like a digital effects that they are now. If you can do it, you can do it fucking amazingly. Yeah, it's just that uh, there's just something about a really, really well done like um, puppet. Yeah, or or just like a yeah. I mean, it's just that it's just that looks fucking amazing. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that it it probably took a hell of a lot of a time to like get something that's going to just like break down slowly yeah and somehow still sync um jeff goldblum's voice yeah and do all of that stuff which is probably why they just don't do it anymore yes but it's just something about like that that's it makes it worth like that yes because um and I, and one of the um, and I heard this like on a on another podcast for there was it was a professor um, Rebecca McKendry. She had told her because she does a a Harvard thesis class, uh-huh. a Harvard, Harvard film thesis class in UCLA. I think that's where she is. But anyway, she asked her class like you know, what do you feel is more cheaper, practical effects or CGI or you mm-hmm. know, computer graphics? Sorry, <laughs> I had a brain fart there, uh, <laughs> but. You know the whole class said like like uh practical effects, and she was like, "I'm sorry, but you're wrong." Yeah, because CGI is more cost effective, in a sense where you you could do many takes in CGI and not lose time and money. Yeah, with effects, with practical effects, you waste a lot of time and money because and you have to do it just right. Yeah, because if it, not, if it slowly, if it's something that's slowly breaking down, yes. You're not gonna be able to get those pieces back, no, especially like if it's an explosion. If yeah. you only oh, have, hell if, yeah. if you if you have one car that's supposed to explode, you have to do it just right. And even even when it comes to like um, like slasher films, like you know, if somebody has to like get stabbed a- away, and they they're gonna be all bloody and stuff, it's like they have to do it right the first time because if they if they fuck up. Then they have to clean up everything. Everything needs to be cleaned up. And then and everything has to be like the, the That's gonna take hours yeah. and everybody's gonna be losing time. Yeah. So but they were but with this film, like they were able to like do good and especially with the, the creature effects. Yes. And like you said, like the puppetry, like you know, especially when it came to the, the claws of the fly, like the brundle fly, like Yeah. And just the way it looked. I mean if you look at some of these uh, practical effects today, or like the lighting just doesn't look that good. It sucks. It does suck. It looks really crappy. But in this era, like, especially like in the 90s too, they were able to get it just right where like the lighting like made it look so real. The, the, the blood, the like breaking of the face when you finally reveal the the actual like bug yes inside probably uh what saved the movie for me yeah was like the last 20 minutes maybe 15 minutes of it was just the the breaking down of the human into like turning into a monster it was fucking amazing yeah i guess and, and it's like you're, you were you just like waiting for that moment i mean uh i wasn't expecting it yeah i wasn't expecting it i i i was Watching him slowly start becoming something that, yeah, for at least for first time viewer, no idea was happening. So, uh, slowly becoming something disgusting and and uh, yeah. gross, and it, it he looked a little like. Have you ever seen the? Uh, everybody's seen Thriller. Yes, but um, like the Michael Jackson at the end yeah. where it kind of breaks out, um, and he's like that werewolf, like with that yellow eyes. Yeah. Part of when Jeff Goldblum was like starting to become um, like the fly was kind of looked like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, but I can um, see that. when they f- fully moved on from from Jeff Goldblum, right, and the makeup effect to the monster, right, uh, I I thought was just amazing. Yeah. I, I I truly and honestly thought when they. When she grabs, she goes to grab his face and it just breaks apart. Yeah. That did it for me. I mean, but 
I it took you know about an hour to get there. <laughs> what was the the grossest thing that you thought this film had? Like was like what, the what? the very much the ending. Oh, okay. the, the ending, not before the ending, but um, when he gets teleported. Oh, okay. When he's not able to get out of the teleport in like before yes. he gets teleported, so now he's like part like human part fly and now like part machine yes and they like kind of go into like where his tail is supposed to be or whatever that is supposed to be and it's like tubular yes and stuff like that that was fucking amazing and it also gave me a bit of a stomach ache really yeah it's funny because like um when i was seeing this film um no because i saw this film in well i saw it in three parts because like you know i saw it like thursday night and then friday when i got out of work you know I go home. <laughs> oh God, you're gonna freak out. So I pick up some water burger uh-huh. and I put it on and I put the last thirty minutes of the fly, and I'm right there eating my burger, and it's the part where he basically vomits on the guy's hand and it starts melting. Yeah, it starts melting. His and I'm just still eating my burger. I'm not grossed out. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And even when um. Because, like, some people still freak, like, so for some people, it's the part where he, like, you know, vomits on the donut to on eat. On the donut to eat, yeah. Or no, other, I, I didn't catch me too off guard. Or other people, it's, like, you know, when the ear falls off, and then, or when he's putting, like, all of his body parts. On the freaking uh, medicine cabinet. The medicine yeah. cabinet, and then, like, you see his penis, and it's like, shit. Oh, the, I forgot about that part. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I dropped lots of penis. Yeah, and uh, one cool thing about um, Goldblum's performance is that when he was in full fly makeup, he maybe I already mentioned this. I don't know, but when he was still doing the twitch, yeah, that 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 twitch is what sold his, his performance. Goldblumisms. No, but there's like there's still like you know like he's right there like in full makeup like on the crutches and he's like twitching. Yeah, he's just like so, and he's, he's it's like wow like he's. He's just a, like, just like Goldblum's performance in itself, like, I could see why so many people, male and female, just love his performance. Yeah, he's, he's a great actor. He is. He's just, and just the way he carries himself. And yeah. It's because, like, he's been in other films before this. Um, okay, the two that comes to mind. Earth Girls Are Easy. Um, yeah, that one. Uh, the Adventures of Buckeye Banzai. Or Bucket Ruban, uh, something like that. Uh-huh. And um, Transylvania 6 5000. And I've never seen that one. Oh, yeah. it's uh, that's for I think that's for him and Gina Davis. Oh, okay. But he, I, 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 at those films, he wasn't a foodie go, go boom. Yeah. He just, like, you know, played it like the character was. I think this film forward, he's been able to do his. Goldblumisms. Goldblumisms. <laughs> for. For. Um, <laughs> Like even in Jurassic Park, he's still doing his yeah, like like his thing. And even when he was at Thor Ragnarok, he was still just like go, oh, go, yeah. and yeah, like okay, so enough enough uh, enough uh, praising Joe, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, enough shucks, enough enough of us sucking his cock. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um. So the last thing I want to get into before we get to the rating, before we get to our ratings um, number. So, what did you think? Uh, the way the film just suddenly ended with uh, his head blowing off. I felt like it was needed. It was, yeah. She had to do it. Yeah. But like, but what I mean is just that like, the fact that like, after she blows his head off. It's just that. It's just that. It ends. Yeah. Like, because I know that there was an alternate scene where, or like an alternate ending where it's like, after she blows his head off, like a few years later, she has a dream that her baby's a butterfly and she wakes up and She's next to the ex, like they got back together or something. Yeah. But of course that was um abandoned. But this film, just with that sudden end, did you feel complete? You know? No, but I like it when movies do that. Uh-huh. Sometimes a movie tries to over explain some stuff. Yes. I I know we've talked about that before prior. Um over explaining horror movies to me is a hob absolutely the worst thing you can fucking do yeah um i liked that 
we were just left with uncertainty. Yeah. And and a feeling of like a oh 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 okay that was it. It was kind of like that gut wrenching feeling. Yes. I love that. It because it, when uh, I forgot who told Cronenberg, but when he was having a, a a difficulty like trying to figure out how to end the film, somebody told him that once your hero is dead, the movie is over. Yeah. And that's basically what happened here. Like, you know, like, but going back to that phrase, like this film didn't really have much of a heroes yeah. or villains. It was just, this is a story. It was, yes. It was a there's a dog. <laughs> um, um, this film really did have no heroes or villains. It was yeah. just, um, not to call it new order, but it really was just a bizarre love triangle with horror in it. <laughs> Yeah, I like to see like that, but they're really like, n- like Goldblum is isn't much of a villain or a hero. He's just pretty much a mad scientist. Not not, not a mad scientist in a sense. It's real kooky. Like he's just like mad yeah. Goldblum or something. Yeah, and Gina Davis was awesome. Um, she we, was. She was. She's probably like next to Goldblum, uh, the best part of the movie. I think at the time of this recording, her birthday just passed like three days ago. Oh. And. Happy birthday, Gina Davis. Yes, happy late birthday. Um, What am I working on? Uh, I'm working on something that'll change the world and human life as we know it. Change it a lot or just a bit? You'll have to be more specific. I'm surprised they haven't made any Funko Pops of the fly. Uh, Why would you? Huh? Why would you? Why wouldn't they? I mean, if, if, if they can make a Funko Pop of Jeff Goldblum shirtless from Jurassic well, Park. Well, that's nice. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christ. Ah, probably licensing. Yeah, probably uh, licensing. Stuff or anything like that, maybe. Well, technically, The Fly is a is like a Disney villain <laughs> since they, since the it was part of Fox. Now it's part of Disney. Oh, really? I think. I don't know. I, I haven't really looked into that. So. Um, let's rate this bad boy. Um, from one to f- one to lowest, high to five is like, where do you give it? Where do you go? I'm gonna go with a three point five. I, th- I think before you started explaining the movie to oh, me, okay, I was probably at like a low two. Okay, giving it, you know, yeah. a step and above. Oh, uh, wow. Okay, yeah, too. I wouldn't say it's the best one. Yeah, that I've watched. Um, I definitely a three point five. I think they tried doing a romance, uh-huh. uh, connecting with like the Cronenberg s, but I I just didn't like it. That's fine. Um, I I I like this film, but like I'm not all over it. Um, I'm just gonna give it a three, like right there in the middle. Mm. Um, it's a great film. I, I I I like this. I like the love story, but I do feel that it was um too rushed. But um, during the eighties, I mean, like they had to put so much in in ninety minutes. As yeah, you said. that's true. Like, like only films, only prestige films, like Scorsese, could be two hours. Two hours long. Yeah, and, but um, and they could have so much story. But I think this had enough story where it was pretty good. It was, in my opinion, very fast paced, very like like a firecracker, like one after another after another. Even when you feel like you have to rest you're not really resting because you're just waiting for the next pop and that's the unease of like horror right yeah even at the end you're still filled on like uneased yeah especially like we said about the sudden ending like it's just like boom like and that's it like like yeah like we don't like it's a good point where it's like you know it's very not ambiguous but like you know there's really not much to tell yeah I I mean there really shouldn't have been any much to tell yeah don't watch the Next one, the part two, yeah, because yeah. part two is just um, a creature feature. Yeah, it's just very, um, just to. I mean, it's to cash in. It's to on ca- the fly. It's to cash in. It's very rushed, and yeah. it's, um, uh, like I said, it's just a creature feature. Like it totally like um, abandons a lot of quick, things. Quick different. synopsis: It's supposed to be their kid, right? Yes, and he's like growing quickly. Yes. I I haven't from there. I haven't gotten anything from. <laughs> yeah, so it's just it's a, yeah. it's a creature feature. It just yeah. has um Eric Stoltz, Jan Daphne Zunigi. Um, she was in Spaceball. She was Princess Vespa, no. Queen of the Druids. Um, but um, but um, yeah. 
Um, it's just there. So before I think it was done, like six years after the original. No, it was like two years later. Two years. Two I think uh, this one was uh, 1980. This one was 86. 86. Oh, uh, three, three. Because yeah. that I think the second was 1989. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not that far away. Yeah, I saw that one in the theaters though. I really. I don't remember if I saw the original Fly, well, this one, the Jeff Goldblum one in the theater, but I do remember seeing part two at the theater. Back, okay. And I don't think you were born around this time. No, definitely not. But it was um, it was at the mall for they used to have like a theater there. Yeah. Um, where the food court is, there used to be a theater there. And by the way, I'm sorry. I, I Again, I keep insulting you when you say oh, ages things. Oh, I no. go, oh, no. No. I'm, no. Oh, no. It's <laughs> It's good. Nineteen eighty nine. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not insulting. Not even me. my father. <laughs> no, no, calm down. I'm twenty five. I mean, yeah. I think last time I was here, I was still twenty four. So yeah. Oh yeah, your birthday passed. Happy yeah. belated birthday. Gracias, gracias. Wait, did, did I tell you happy birthday at work? Yeah, you did. You're good. You're good. Don't I, worry about it. I don't remember. You did. Okay. Okay. You see, I did. I did. Um. Well, the paper was on the wall. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. You That's saw it. I remember coming in, and you could, like, 20 minutes later, I'd see you guys taking your lunch. Yeah. And as you were leaving lunch, you were like, hey, happy birthday. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So, um, mention shout outs. So, um, this week at the in, Lar- in Laredo, Texas, um, my hometown, at the Contura Beer Garden in downtown. Uh, there's going to be a fashion show that my friends Alejandro and Tini are doing. Oh, sure. It's uh, $10 a ticket. They're going to have complimentary wine and some good complimentary food. And it's real good. At what I time? Sh- it's at 9.30. Oh, shoot. Nice. It, at the beer garden downtown, yeah. right? It's going to be upstairs. And I tried the the sample of the food that they're going to get. It's from this local, com- local company called Honeybee. And oh my god, like the, the, the little cheese cubes are so good. The cream cheese with the with the nuts or the, the pecan. Yeah. So good. The 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 poppers. Well the yeah, it's kinda like the green peppers, the green yeah. jalapeno peppers, but it was good. It had cream cheese, no bacon. Mm. <laughs> In fact, that's what I told Teeny yesterday. Like, that was good to see it had no bacon. And she's like, Oh, bestie, you're so Mexican. I'm like, What? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. But yes, there's there's gonna be that fashion show this this weekend on the 29th, and then on the February 11th, if you want to take your fiance to this Tim, okay, it's a uh, worship, it's an S and M uh, fetish night, oh, where okay. they're gonna have seminars. Well, probably before it's gonna start at 8:30 or 9, mm-hmm. but they're also gonna have like couple seminars. Okay, if you want to know how to do some wax, some some can hot candle wax. Some light whip whipping, um, with the with either the the horse whip or like the the cat of nine tails, or or whatever. Like, yeah, you should go. That's ten dollars. Also, um, I'm good. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, I'm fairly pretty vanilla when it comes to most. <laughs> <laughs> but I mentioned it to my girl. How about that? Uh, what time is that? That one is um that is presented by um uh, our good friends at Night Creature Productions. Okay. That is um run by Miss Cynthia Golden. Like I mean like That like, that sounds like a dominatrix. She is. She's a badass girl. Well, she's a badass woman. Woman. Yes. How and dare like you. she knows how to, she knows how to use a whip. Okay. Um I'm, I'm looking for the yeah, Night Creature Promotions. It is called Worship. It's going to it's at on the 11th of February. It's going to start. doesn't say a time here. Oh, yeah. From 8 to 2 o'clock. It's $15 cash up and $20 at the door. And, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm going to go. You're going to I'm. You're gonna go? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. All righty. I'll think about it then. <laughs> if, I can, if, I can, if I can whip you, I'll go. <laughs> well, you might not recognize me. I might just be, like, you know, tied up In to a full to a- gimp outfit. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> You'll just see my red ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Night Night Creature Productions. Oh, I lost the page now. Damn uh, it. February 11th. Yeah, February 11th at the Cobra Rock Bar downtown in Laredo. All righty. And uh, yeah, check it out if you're in town. It's, it's going to be fun. You know, you're going to... Le- 
you might learn something new about yourself or your partner. It's it's amazing, you know, like it's some you know, this is this this is what one of my friends told me. Sometimes you don't know how does she say you're into something no no she said sometimes you don't know the pleasures of just just you know losing control no not losing of losing um control or giving control to somebody else and just Mm -hmm. feeling complete freedom and i don't know and now i'm just gonna do like pinhead the pleasures of the flesh there you go just um, add it yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay And finally, um, go if um, go, go and check out our friends at the Introverted Poet Podcast. It's the podcast for the shy for shy poet or storyteller. If you have a story, or if you want to submit a story, or if you have a poem, if you want to experience an experience you had, go ahead and submit it to the Introverted Poets Podcast. Uh, they are great friends of the show. I love their stories. They just put their latest episode of Spectacular for they're talking about ghost stories. Um, it is hosted by Ileana Jade and a very good friend of the show. Very great podcast. I'm looking forward to submitting some of my uh, stories and poems to them. Go and check them out. They're fun. They're great people. Where, great where, stories. Can you, where can you find them? Oh, you can find them on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you hear podcasts. Oh, where can uh, I submit my, my poetry? Oh, you can submit them at the... Um, let's just go to their um, Facebook page at, huh? the, at the Inverter Podcast, Poets Podcast. Just like submit them the story. And if you want to, like send them an audio of you reading the story. There you go. And if you have right. a pen name, you know, just use your pen name. You don't have to like tell people who they are. Who you are, sorry. Who there you are. You just you know, you know, just you know, that's like, that's what they call it—the shy, the shy poets podcast. Just be anonymous and submit your story. Get get it out. And that's all we have for you today. So thank you everybody for listening to us. We appreciate you all. In fact, this episode is sponsored by our listeners. We don't take their money. We just give <laughs> them free reviews of films that we love and we love to talk about. And again, thank you everybody for listening to us. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Chocolate Horror and Quote Film Review Podcast, and email us at chocolatehacf at gmail.com. Thank you, Tim, for taking time today no to being on the episode again. Um, can't wait to have you on again um, eventually in the future. And I hope you have a great day today. Likewise. Thank you, dude. <laughs> I'm going to edit that part. Thank you, dude. And um, this is Loki Jesse saying love is love and horror is horror. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.